Fictitious Dishes, a podcast where a band called The Fictitious Dishes gives you advice. My name is Liz. I play guitar. I'm joined by Maggie on drums. Woo! And Jackie on bass. Woo! Yahoo! Awesome. Our fearless leader, Taryn, is not with us. Uh, we have yet to have a podcast where all four of the fictitious dishes are in the same room. It might split the time-space continuum if it ever happens. <laughs> so we will just keep it up with three of us for now. But yeah, this is a podcast where um, we, ha- we answer advice questions. You write them into us, in theory, <laughs> and we answer them to the best of our ability. And hopefully we have some laughs along the way and we learn and grow as people. Um, so far, no one has written us in <laughs> wah, wah. wanting advice, so we keep going on the internet like a bunch of motherless children. <laughs> it's a gold mine in there, though. It is, though. It really is. Reddit has been good to us. Craigslist has been good to us. Um, so, yeah, uh, the song you heard at the top was Us. You will hear more of our music throughout. If you like our music, you can listen to it at Bandcamp. But if you would like to be the very first person to write in with um, a, a question in need of an answer, please do so to thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com. Well, you know, you can use a fake name. Yeah. You, you can, can ask on behalf of a friend or whatever. Yeah, you totally. Can keep your privacy. We, won't, we will use the first name that's on the Gmail account or the email account um, unless it's specified otherwise. If you're like, hey, you know, say this comes from you know, Susie in Arizona, even if you're not Susie in Arizona, well, sure, we don't care. Let's get off our ass. So we do actually have a show sort of coming up. I mean, oh, it's in December. Yes. That oh. one at uh, Rosie O'Grady's. Yes. December 15th. Is yeah. that right? Saturday? No, 14th. 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 Friday. Okay. December 14th at... Rosie O'Grady's. Rosie O'Grady's in uh, Abbey Normal Heights. With the, like, uh, John Spencer Blues Experience or whatever (laughs) the hell they're calling themselves. What are they calling themselves? Some blues, something blues experience or something. They're a fantastic band. (laughs) And you should come out and see them. Love you, Thomas. Love you, Maria. Love you, Thomas and and Maria. It's it's like an all-star cast of blues enthusiasts. Really just come to see Maria play guitar because it's fucking awesome. Maria Maria is a fantastic She's like 21 now, finally. Finally, she can actually go to the bar she's playing And yet she probably has her shit together more than any, some 40-year-old dudes I know. (laughs) Some more than 40-year-old dudes you know. And she can shred. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's amazing. It's blues. Rosie O'Grady's is a Chicago bar. I mean, what better combo? I just found that out, by the way. I know that it's, it's going to be another one of those nights where they constantly ask us to turn down. I'm looking forward you think to it. So? Oh yeah, guaranteed. Can you turn down? Can you turn down? <laughs> those are my favorite gigs to play, where oh, they yeah. just continually ask us to turn down until oh, we're Maggie, done. Just bring your jazz brushes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the acoustic set that we've been talking about. Yeah. Bring those bongos. Wait, um, well, yeah, mean, it'll be you mean these bongos. <laughs> yep. I have a plethora of instruments in my house yes. that I don't play. We are recording from Jackie's uh, condo. Yep. Thank you, Jackie, for providing this lovely space. Jackie has quite the menagerie of animals, though, <laughs> so you may hear throughout this episode the the clanking of collars, the uh, barking of barking, cranky dog, cranky old dogs, <laughs> scratching of ears, etc. Begging of cheese. Yeah. Oh, that would be me. Just Sorry. Uh, it's like you're here. It's the ambience. Yeah. It's, it's building ambience. I think about it. We have like 
wine. And, it is. There's quite and, a mood and, here. And, and, and there's like low lights and my grandma lamps. Yeah. Grandma lamps. I like grandma lamps. Yeah. Jackie's got a real, like, you really kind of feel like you're in a 1920s brothel when you're in <laughs> Yes! Jackie. Actually, that's, that's awesome. I mean that as a compliment. Let me tell you, I really do. So... So it's a great place to... It comes with consumption. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have consumption. It comes with uh, dispensing advice and venereal disease. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Well, venereal disease is nothing to laugh at. That's true. That should happen. No No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. You can get most of them cleaned up nowadays. Getting real with the fictitious (laughs) dishes. Sponsored by Valtrex. (laughs) Getting real with the fictitious dishes is a safe space. It's like Louis And it's 2018. You don't have to lose a nose to syphilis anymore, guys. Just get that shit cleaned up. One penicillin injection and you're good to go. And you're back on the market. Yep. Pretty much. All right. For realsies. Could you imagine, though? Ugh. No. There was a fantastic show on, crap, I think Showtime, called The Nick. I don't know if any, like, no, no one, no one watched it, but it was really good. It was, um, <laughs> you watched it. I watched it. I watched the shit out of it. Um, Steven Soderbergh directed, like, all of the, the episodes. Nick. The, N-I-C-K? The Nick. Uh, K-N-I-C-K. It was short Ooh. for the Knickerbocker. It was about a hospital in New York Ooh. at the turn of the 20th century. I gotta century. look that up. Oh, fun. So, 1900. I love old-timey medicine. Yes, there was a lot it's, of it's old-timey brutal. medicine. Do some heroin it's about it. <laughs> well, there was a lot of cocaine, mm-hmm. and there was uh, a lot of opium dens. And well, they didn't there was have a anesthesia, right? And there was a subplot about a woman with syphilis, which mm. is why I'm bringing this up. Uh, no, they used they used cocaine as a topical anesthetic, yeah. which I did yeah, not Yeah, because know. they didn't have a whole lot of anesthesia yeah, prior to, have, I don't know when. I don't know when they just they take had a, whiskey. They, yeah, exactly. drink whiskey and bite this rack. Yeah, pretty much. And we'll well, saw I your, saw your arm off. off in a Civil War tent. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, I can't even imagine. Good times. It was a nightmare. If I... <laughs> hey, listen, if time travel was real, I would not go back to before 1986. <laughs> 1986 was not too bad. Right? I mean... Liz, I since... have to break it to you. You actually were alive before 1986. I know. So. I was. Yeah, I know. The you first... don't want to go back to when... <laughs> the first four years of my life were just like something out of a... a... What's the word I'm looking for? Like steerage on a boat. <laughs> oh, no. It's not that bad. Just a, just a horrible, horrible time. <laughs> The dark anyway, ages of the, the mid-80s. of the 70s. The 70s weren't that bad. that bad. We didn't wear helmets. <laughs> like, when did we get a woman on the Supreme Court? Like, that's... Sandra Day O'Connor. Yeah, I don't want to go back before that. Um, all right. Anyway, let's dig in, though, and give out some advice. All right. Besides telling people to find the Nick. All right. <laughs> and watch it, because it was really good. What's his name? Clive Owen is in it. Um, oh, I love him. Yeah, see? Anyway, all right, so here's a question that, again, came off Reddit, uh, but we would love to get some questions from real-life listeners, so send them to thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com. But this is from Redditor Atomic Stromboli. Best name ever. So you know it's real. And it's, um, should I correct my co-worker's grammar? My co-worker believes the past tense of bring is brung instead of brought. For example, she said... Who brung the candy in the great in the break room? She says this pretty consistently. <laughs> Who brung like it? You work in a place with a lot of candy. That sounds cool. 
It doesn't bother me all that much, but we work in the professional field, and she says it consistently to the customers we deal with, and it comes across as unprofessional. Should I correct her? How would I go about doing that without seeming rude? Um, I'm going to jump in and say, no, you should not correct her, because there is no way to do that without seeming rude. Um, just, just deal with it. There's no way to do that without sounding like a jerk. Someone else on Reddit pointed out, like, if you're concerned about it being unprofessional, let the boss deal with it. Like, absolutely, not your that's job. what they get fucking paid for, man. Yeah. Manager. And by the way, what is we work in a professional? Yeah. What 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 the Every, hell did everyone, that mean? Like, that's what everyone, work is. Yeah. If you work, if you're a Starbucks barista, you're you're in a, a professional, professional fucking barista. Yeah. Exactly. You know, everybody does customer service. Just because you don't know how to say, what is it? Brung, brought. Brung. The per- the woman says brung instead of brought. I I have worked with people. I'm a bit of a stickler for grammar. I've never I've, heard brung before. I've, I have, but I've heard people who just like, yeah, they just kind of speak incorrectly. And it, I'll admit it is kind of like nails on the chalkboard to my ears. But like, you can't say anything. No. There's no way to say it without being an elitist asshole. There's no. just no way to say it. My four-year-old says bringed. <laughs> But I don't even call him out on it. I just say, oh, you brought that? Yeah, exactly. And you just try to model the behavior you want to see. Excellent. Yeah, I think you just keep speaking correctly and see if they'll catch up. And if they don't, you know, don't worry about it. Not your problem. It's not your problem. And I will add, I mean, from what I understand, this is like a kind of a divide in like the world of linguists where people are like, language is evolving and there's nothing there's really no such thing as like the right way to say things if you're understood then that's all that really matters Mm -hmm. and then there are like the stuffy types who are like no it has to be this way but you know when you look back over time and you know this is you hear this on way with words all the time right they talk about this kind of stuff how the words have just Mm -hmm. evolved and like the big one is ask and ax like let me ask you a question Mm -hmm. and they're like literally not one is better than the other it's just all like cultural and relative and mm-hmm. you know it used to be more common to hear acts instead mm-hmm. of ask and it's been transposed over time and like you know there's probably cultural connotations to mm-hmm. you know this person saying brung and you know it's like you don't want to be that asshole that you don't want to be yeah. an asshole and say oh you know, you're, you're not you're right. just, yeah you come off like a snob you come i mean off i would like... say that to like my close friends yeah. i would totally call them out oh right? yeah <laughs> but not like a coworker, especially if you have to continue to work with them. Yeah, yeah. I would say go to their like superior su- supervisor or whatever. I no, don't don't be a tattletale. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, I wouldn't even do that. I would just yeah, like if the boss thinks this is a problem, the boss will bring it up. But, but the boss isn't because the boss doesn't want an HR yeah. lawsuit. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the boss isn't going to do it. One of my so you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with the brung. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my pet peeves, although I've like started saying it because to Maggie's point, I feel like it's evolving and so many people say it now that it's like I'm even starting to say it, even though I hate it, is when people say, um, where is that at? Oh, or yeah. Just, it's just, where is that? Just, Where's just, that at? Yeah, there's no need to say at. <laughs> where is that? Like, hey, meet me at this bar. Where is that? You don't need to ask that. that at? <laughs> yeah, you don't I'm going to ask that every time. Where is it at now? But no, I've started saying it because it's like so many people say it now, but it's like. It's the California rubbing it, off maybe, on you. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a California thing. But yeah, it's like. Are least, you calling inanimate objects dude yet? Because that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens next. I say dude way more than I. Be- have you ever yelled at a fly? <laughs> Fuck you, fly. Get away. I Fuck have. you, dude. <laughs> Dude, knock Dude, it off! Flies. Stop! Oh, I have. I've, yeah. Probably. Or a mosquito. I mostly, I save my rage for people in traffic. <laughs> that too. <laughs>
one is is brought to by brought, I can't even Brock 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 This one was throwaway two seven four seven says I think my hair is done for. My barber put this hair food cream all over my hair and spread it through so it smelt like smelt smelt mm-hmm. that's a word. Schmelt. It smelled Grammar like Nazi. Schmelt yeah. like coconut vanilla, and it looked really nice and kept my hair all shiny. So I didn't really think much of it. Then I tried washing it off, and I washed my hair for six fucking times with head and shoulders and warm water for the last four days, and it's still greasy as fuck, and it still feels disgusting. I went back to him and told him how is blah blah blah. blah. I went back to him and told him. If this shit ever washes off, and you told me, lol, lol, wait, I don't even know how to say this. Lol. Lol, you fine. <laughs> or lol, you fine. Lol, you fine. The letter U. Did he say lol, or did he yes, just laugh? he said, lol, the letter U, <laughs> fine. fine. That's what he spoke. And this in everyone, in caps, says, everyone I meet asks me how long I haven't washed my hair for. And he says, uh, I'm assuming this is a dude because he says the barber. So my hair is naturally soft and even the weakest wind can make my hair move. I don't have any idea what to do anymore except for going bald, which I don't think I can really do because I have school. (laughs) Which what is bald and school have have to do with anything? anything. Exactly. You can absolutely go bald and go to school. He just doesn't want to be ridiculed, I I guess. Jackie here is a licensed um, cosmetologist. Cosmetologist. Thank you. She's not a cosmonaut. (laughs) One of your former lives. Be a lot cooler. Yeah, or was a cosmonaut because that's a way better title than astronaut. Yeah. Anyway, I actually agree. <laughs> I think the Soviets beat us to the better title. Totally. <laughs> but anyway, so, what do you recommend? Cosmetology. Okay, so he probably put some pomade in your hair, and the pomade's just not washing out. So we used to have this. There was this client that I used to have. Tell you a story. <laughs> Gather around, children. Gather around, children. So I had a client of mine who was also a, a fellow student in film school hmm. who wore his hair in a perfect pompadour. And when I say mm. perfect, I mean freaking perfect. You like didn't... rockabilly pompadour, mm. psychobilly yeah. pompadour, or like, like 1950s pompadour. Brad Pitt and Johnny Sweet. 1950s pompadour. Like a like proper really one. Yeah, a proper okay. duck ass. Oh, gross. Prom- yeah. <laughs> and he used that Trace Flores, mm-hmm. and which is... Basically, mineral oil and wax, most likely. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't wash out. I'd wash his hair, and it would never wash out. And uh, But he was cool with that. Anyways, where was I going with this? So you need to just put some Dawn liquid detergent in your hair and and scrub it out. That's probably the only thing that's going to cut it. Actually, it's funny. Um, on the comments, like you know, just like any kind of, it'll wreck your hair a little bit. Well, on the Reddit cutting. comments under this, which I do, I don't usually include because like I just want to run thing. But actually, the very first one said, "Use dish soap. You're welcome." Dish soap. <laughs> it, it, it'll strip all the motherfucking shit out of your hair, and mm-hmm. you know, but it'll get it should get rid of it. If not, shave it. No big deal. Your hair grows back. That's the thing. If you're a dude, like, yeah, just cut it really short. Like, just, you know, the beauty of hair is it grows back, like you said. Like, it'll, I know a case, some people say, like, they shave it and it grew back weird, but for the most part, usually yeah, it grows back the same. And, Pretty much. And, yeah, just cut it super short, and in, like, three months, you'll be back in business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, uh, next time, ask for, if he's going to put stuff in your hair, hey, 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 does that wash out? <laughs> Excuse me, am I going to wash this out before you put stuff in my hair? Because there are plenty of pomades that work great that do wash out. 
as a hairdresser, mm-hmm. stylist. Love, by the way, Jackie's like holding up her hand like she's swearing on the Constitution <laughs> right now. <laughs> I swear. I'll swear. It'll wash out. Uh, but I love pomade. Pomade is great because, you know, when you have that really fluffy hair that doesn't do anything. I kind of have that. Um, pomade kind of like gives it a little bit of oomph mm-hmm. and shine and, and not such a q-tip like hair (laughs) have you ever like dated someone who was a pomade user or like spent the night at someone's house who was a pomade user and like witnessed their pillows no i have gross (laughs) it's really i have dated people that use pomade like really but uh but uh i didn't really look at their pillow but it was a woman so they're generally a little bit cleaner than yeah i also (laughs) I also inherited an office from a guy who was a pomade user, and when I first went in there and I picked up the phone, like the ear part of the receiver, and I could smell his like greasy head, and it was like, made me gag a lot. It was gross. The first thing I had to do was like really clean. Yeah, yeah. People have been putting grease in their hair for decades and centuries and bear grease. Wow. All kinds of stuff. Have any of you guys ever done something like truly awful to your hair that took a long time to fix um i've done a lot of gnarly shit to my hair and truly awful i don't know i used to before i was a hairdresser i used to bleach my hair and it would give me scabs because i didn't you'd like burn the shit yeah i'd burn the fucking shit out of my scalp and it would give me scabs and i'd be like picking at the scabs in the middle of my class but uh yeah no I dyed I, my hair black for years and years and years, and um, you can't see hair. me right now, but I have pretty light colored hair, mm-hmm. so I kind of have these like r- light roots mm, and black hair. Yeah. And then Which like always looks interesting. I did this twice in my life, like in high school, I dyed it black for a number of years, and then I had to bleach it out, and then yeah, it was just like this orange. papery orange, just like horrible, like it have would just ever, like fall apart. The worst when you part is it. like when you have this hair, and we used to call it like the chemical haircut. Mm, when yep. you go to comb it, when it you go to comb it, off, and yeah. it just stretches and snaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, my mom like put the fear of God in me. About but my I have hair. to tell I've, like, you, I've never done anything to it. Too I have crazy. to tell I you just, though, I was it grows terrified. back. I know. Mm-hmm. I was always terrified that I would destroy. I it. gave myself a perm recently, and I thought, well, if it sucks, I'll just shave it. That would have been awesome. You know? That would have been punk as fuck. Yeah. I liked your perm. It was fun. It's still in there. I just yeah, don't scrunch it. Oh, okay. You gotta scrunch it. You gotta style it. You can't just like let it do whatever. That's know. like such a strong memory from my childhood. Is Scrunching? like my mother's perms. <laughs> no, the smell. Oh, I want you to get the perm. I like the smell oh, of perms. Yeah. Why do I like the it's smell like, of perms? It's like the worst weird. smell, but it's like it well, I was just a hairdresser in memories. the late '80s, early '90s when spiral perms were all the motherfucking rage, mm-hmm. and perms are not that bad. It's just a really messy and drippy and smelly and they take a lot of time, yeah. which is why hairdressers don't do them anymore. But I used to get perms by this lady down the street. Donna. Lady down the street was a hairstylist and she did, she had a little salon in her basement and we would get, I'd get a, a perm for like $20, maybe even $10. I'd get a haircut for like five. Jeez. I know. And movies cost a nickel. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> So yeah, dude, uh, we're assuming you're a dude. Uh, rinse your hair with dish soap. Cut it really short. Bite Don't the do bullet. That again. You got a bad haircut. Listen, thank he God did, you're a guy and that you can go out with a... He didn't get a bare, bad haircut. He you said can, he got a good haircut. Yeah. He said he tried to wash it off. It just he couldn't wash it off. But because... you can go out with a fucking crew cut and no one will blink because you're he, a dude. Come and, on. And don't... There's no such thing as hair food. Don't fall for yeah. that again. <laughs> yeah. 
He called it hair food, in quotes. Okay, um, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, okay. We're done with the hair. This is from uh, Redditor Thick Solution. Okay then. How do I get my head out of my ass? <laughs> yes. My about, folks. My best friend says she wants nothing to do with me anymore. She said she's lost her mind because her parents are going through a divorce. And if I had asked her if she was okay and my head wasn't up my ass, I would know that. <laughs> I feel terrible, and I want to make changes in myself for her. So, how do I get my head out of my ass? I don't know. The first step is knowing that your head's in your ass. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is step one, self-awareness yeah. and wanting to change. Yeah. Like, that's huge. And I just got to say, like, I, I relate to this because I kind of struggle with the caring about other people thing. It's not that I don't care, but it's like... I don't care. I'm not sure how, like, you know, maybe it's like an only child thing. I'm essentially an only child. So, like, when I see, like, my coworkers and stuff are having, like, a hard time, I'm just, like, so awkward. I'm like, uh, here's, like, a napkin. I don't know, like... (laughs) For your tears, like, do I hug you? Yeah, I've gotten better. I've gotten a lot bit better. Aloof and weird about like right, and I'm just like boundaries, big old boundaries. So, but this person's her friend, so you should be better. I, you know, mine's a bit different because I'm talking about coworkers. But. Yeah, I guess. So, what was the original question? Well, how does she get her head out of her ass? How does she no, but like? How did, okay, so she basically like her, she her was so. Her friend accused her of not being present. Basically, right? Yeah, like she was not so being in tune, wrapped up in her own she world that so, she didn't notice that her yeah. friend was struggling. Yeah, she never even like asked her friend like, "How, how you doing?" doing? Yeah. yeah, you know what though. I don't know. I come back to this a lot when we get our questions off Reddit that a lot of people on this Reddit are uh, very young. Yeah. And I think everyone has their head up their own ass when they're young. Like, it's just... Dude, I have my head up my ass and I'm 50. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I'm 50. Yeah, I'm 50. I can kick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's something that comes with, with maturity, with growing up. But yeah, honestly, what you guys just said, like, noticing that you have a problem is, like, the first step. It's mm-hmm. some... A lot of us will kind of gradually realize, like, oh, man, I was, my friend was going through some shit, and I didn't even ask what was going on until I wrapped up in my own life, and this, you, like, literally got your fucking collar shaken by your friend, and that sometimes, that's the wake-up call you need, but, um, yeah, it's just sometimes, I, I don't know, I, I don't know how you teach it, how do you teach empathy, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if you can. I'm not, I'm not great if, like, a person I don't know very well is in pain, like you said, I'm yeah. also kind of, like, that, like, 30 Rock episode where yes. Liz is like patting her crying girlfriend and boyfriend and being like, yeah. no, cry up. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah uh, definitely relate. Yeah, that, I mean, that's always rough, but just, I don't know, just be aware there's other people in the world. I, I don't know. You know, just checking in with them, saying, hey, how are you feeling? How are you doing? You know, there are times when there are some people that, you know, they're always going to be needy. Yes. Yeah. You'll have people who definitely are like, yeah, 
They never stop in eating. Your, in your face about how much they need. Yeah. And those people can. Or the people are the just people like. that really need. Oh, the worst day. It's like they're just fishing for you yeah. to like ask. And, you know, and that's annoying. In that instance, I would say, can you get a good, uh, you know, counselor, therapist? therapist? Because <laughs> I'm not qualified for your shit. I <laughs> I have a very good friend, uh, one of my oldest and best friends, though, who is like, if she's going through something, she will not tell anybody. And it's very hard. And now we don't live in the same city. So it's like, I kind of make like mental notes to try to like check in on her. And I like will call her, which Mm -hmm. is not something I'd like. I much prefer email and text, but like will call her and like ask like no but like when we get on the phone we'll talk for like two hours like we're in high school again and like you know like yeah i can't do that with anyone i'll like (laughs) like i've learned like i need to like ask like probing questions like yes oh like how's your dad like has he because her dad was sick i'm I'm giving way too much information but she's never gonna listen to this so i don't care (laughs) even though she's one of my best friends you know, it's like, and then it's like, be more specific. Like, what's up with X, Y, Z? Like, you need to kind of like, and I'll sometimes like, after I've been like, really busy for a period of time. The dog's chewing his own toenail Ugh. right now. It's really <laughs> fucking gross. They're too like, long. really going at it. Henry, you're killing the mood. <laughs> yeah, I think you make a good point, Liz, though, because my suggestion was going to be like, and this is like advice for everyone, but people in general need to, it's it's a it's a skill to actually be a good listener mm-hmm. and to stop and hear what someone's saying and not just be thinking about what you want to be saying and just and like actually continue to ask questions to draw information out and hear someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's also an important thing to like be self aware about is you know am I just talking to say the things I want to say or am I listening and um, yeah. And it's, yeah, like you said, though, it's, it's hard. It's, it doesn't come naturally to everybody. It's, sometimes it's something you literally have to work at. Like, I know sometimes I'll I gone. Do. I f- know I do. I'll have gone Definitely. a few months where I've been super busy with just stuff in my personal life. And I'll, like, actually start, like, I'll, like, be sitting at my desk and, like, send out, like, five emails to random friends who I don't see that often but I care about. And I'm just like, hey, what's up? You know? And it's like, some, some of them don't answer. And it's like. If they don't answer, maybe I'll send them a text a week later, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's like, it is work. Like, it's mm-hmm. literal work to maintain friendships, and that's, as you get older, you kind of, subconsciously or not, kind of pare down your friendships a little bit to, like, a core group of people that you actually care about, but it's, yeah, it, it is work. You do have to, you do have to pull your head out of your own ass, yeah, though, yeah, and, you, yeah. and you need to be conscious of when it's up there, like, yeah. oh, I mean, man, there's, like, know? a delicate balance between knowing so taking care of yourself mm-hmm. first and foremost because if you can't take care of yourself you cannot you even put on your own oxygen yeah. mask before exactly. assisting the person beside you pretty much i mean <laughs> seriously i you know i don't think I that's try this to take care of my shit no. <laughs> i think this person is stealing their neighbor's oxygen a super mask. <laughs> unaware 14 year old yeah you know we're human I think I might be a little bit drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, do we have any other advice for this probably youngster? Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Go to some counseling. Go to a a 12-step meeting. (laughs) 
You know, read How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a great what? book. Really? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I it's, have not read it. It's really good. It helped me a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so I don't I, really want to influence people. Well. I do. It's, you I know. Don't. I really don't. It's kind of a guide for being a good person. Oh, okay. Because when I hear, like. Right, how the title make, sounds it's a little very shitty. off-putting. It's a, yeah. little, it's a little bit like, ooh, how to get what you want out of life. You no, know? but. It's like. Me, 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 but, me, yeah, me, 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 I always thought yeah. it was kind of like, how, like a business book. Like, it kind of is, but if you, I think if you read it with an open mind, you would be surprised because it is sort of like, it definitely got my head out of my ass well, in my, advice, in my twenties. Yeah. You read that book. It's like, I guess I'll read you know, it. yeah, it, it, now that I think about it, honestly, like I was probably way more self-absorbed before I read it. And then mm. after it, it kind of forced me to be like, oh. And full disclosure, I was required to read it for a job, and it was re- it was like kind of policy to like live by this book wow, at work. Yeah. Um, so it's become ingrained more as a habit for me because of that, and I probably wouldn't have taken it as seriously if it wasn't a requirement. <laughs> but um, but it is it's good. Cool. So yeah, um, thick whatever, thick solutions. Yeah, read that book. Check it out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, guys, just, just... What's up with that name, Thick Solutions? It's T-H-I-C-C. yeah. Which, it's probably some kind of meme that these youngsters are throwing around. Thick Solutions. It's a little scary sounding, actually. But yeah. So yeah, just, um, try to, try to think outside your own head. A lot of it will come with age, but, and if it's not, you might be a sociopath, but you also (laughs) could just try reading this book. All right, that's all we have today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Write in with your own things that you need advice on, your own questions, your own requests at thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com. Have a lovely rest of your day, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I usually save all my yelling for my dog. I tell my cats that they're losers and they need to get a life. (laughs) 